content warning. There's a racist fucking joke in this episode of The Nanny. It's real bad. It's we, bad. We don't go into specific what the joke are, but if you are watching along with us, maybe, maybe wait. Just hear us talk about the episode instead of watching it, because uh, there's a real racist joke in the middle of it. Yeah, we do talk about it, but as Mandy said, we don't directly... I don't want to repeat the joke. Frankly. I also just want to specify the racist joke is in the episode of The Nanny not we are us. watching, not us. No, we, we've, as far as I'm aware, have not made any racist jokes. Tried. We've, we've tried? When? <laughs> no, tried, tried to avoid any oh, racist yes, jokes. Oh, yes, that's phew, oh god. Anyway, here's, here's the show that we make. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Out on Her Fanny. A podcast about the nanny. I'm Ben. I'm Mandy. And how are you doing? How's, how's life? I'm how are you been? How are you being? Very tired. Tired? Yes. Why, why are you tired? Um, because I made a mistake in scheduling four hours of uh, fitness and pole classes and stuff. Um, Over the course of a week, or over the course of this morning. <laughs> oh well, that that would make you tired. Which, like, in fairness, typically I do three, and I'm still mm-hmm. like, in, I'm usually very tired after. But this time they had a stretch class at the end. I was like, oh, stretch would be good, so I'll cancel one of my early ones, and then I'll do the stretch instead. But then I didn't realize that I hadn't canceled it out until it was past the point <laughs> where I would I would have to pay twenty dollars to not go to it. Wow. Um, and I am cheap, so I went and did many spins and did many be upside downs and ah. <laughs> oh, I mean, who can argue? Really? Who so can, uh... I, I imagine that I'm going to be a v- like a very lively and fun host of this podcast. Well, I actually, I think that ties in very nicely with our new sponsor. We have a sponsor this week. It's uh, the Coca-Cola Energy Drink. They, they started doing these energy drinks about a year ago. Uh, and it is basically Coca-Cola... Uh, sp- are you just pocketing money? Yeah, I'm pocketing the money. I'm using it to buy a jacuzzi. Um, I mean, currently, uh, Mandy being alive is sponsored by some Earl Grey tea that's been in the cupboard. And finally, we have milk, so I can actually have a cup of tea. <laughs> so the fact it's like 100 degrees outside. Anyway, I'd like to spend a little bit more time talking about our uh, our sponsor. Um, it really does marry the flavor of a Coca-Cola beverage with an energy... I'm, I'm sorry, we're just getting a uh, fax through. A fax? Oh my goodness. Okay, sorry, just reading this print off. I, I assume you bought the fax machine with the sponsor money? That's Yeah, I mean, that was the first thing, because I want to be able to receive faxes from people, because <laughs> it's very important. Uh, sorry, I'm hearing they're discontinuing the Coca-Cola Energy Drinks. Are they discontinuing? They are discontinuing the Coca-Cola oh. Energy Drinks. I have had the Coca-Cola coffee. That's not too bad. I think that's being discontinued as well. Oh, no. Um, but I know that the Coke Energy are being discontinued. I had a feeling the writing was on the wall when that supermarket opened up across the road from us, and they were giving away cans of the Coke Energy Drink to people who came. In. Oh, they were giving it away? Uh, opening day, yeah. Oh, wow. I've got a bunch of them. How's, how's Benjamin? Benjamin is tired and wishes... Like, did, you, did you work out for four hours? I didn't, but I do... How many hours did you work out for? Um, I, I mean, I tidied the apartment a little bit. I spent about an hour and a half on that. I hope it shows. 
It's nice. There's a DiGiorno's in his nook. DiGiorno has decided that there is a specific corner uh, where uh, where a storage crate meets the wall, and that he's decided that that adjoining spot is where he wants DiGiorno to lie down. is a cat. We don't yes. just have an old frozen pizza in the corner of our living room. We did, but we ate it. <laughs> it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. What do we do on this podcast? Uh, well, uh, we watch a bad movie, and then we talk about it. No, we don't no? do that. Oh, uh, Are we an advice show for the modern era? No, we're not even on Maximum we're Fun. We're not on Maximum Fun. Okay, so... We are a podcast about conspiracy theories. No, I mean, we do. So, should we get into it? There's some conspiracy theories about this episode. Wait, wait, no, I know, I know exactly what we are. We are an advice show for the modern era. No, I hate you. You don't. We're, we watched The Nanny. We're watching The Nanny. Yes, yeah, so we're watching The Nanny. What uh, episode did we watch today? We watched the episode The Show Must Go On, which is... No, we didn't. We watched the episode Maggie the Model, uh, which is season one, episode 13. Yes. But what is it on HBO Max, Amanda? I'm going, you call me Amanda. Wow, you're going to confuse people and think we've replaced me because for some reason people don't realize that Mandy is short for Amanda. I had a roommate in college that was throwing out my mail uh, she's like, it's weird. We kept on like, we got this package with a weird book in it for someone named Amanda. She's like, that was me. And that was, it was one of the Dresden Files books, oh, which admittedly is just like a weird fucking thing for you to just get in the mail. <laughs> if you don't know that someone has yeah. ordered it. Uh, I, for the first three weeks of this podcast, people thought you were Alice. Yes. Because Alice and I had done a podcast previously. Yeah, and we both have similarly like quiet quiet yeah. voices um anyway so this is on eight if you are watching along with us on hbo max this is also episode 13 of season one continuing our run of daily doubles fantastic so shall we get into it yeah all right so the episode kicks off with I guess someone's showing up for dinner? Yeah, so uh, first there's uh, Fran with Gracie and Brighton, and Gracie, or Brighton is bothering Gracie. Yep. Um, and he kind of steps in, but then Maxwell comes in and he's like, oh, we need everyone to get dressed and everyone has to be fancy. And Fran's like, oh, we're going out to dinner. Very nice. Which was just her assumption of like, yeah, I am also going to the dinner. Yeah, they're hitting a McDonald's drive <laughs> And she has to look her absolute best. Yes. Um, no, but then uh, come to find out that they're having having dinner there and maxwell calls for niles to make this like big extravagant dinner which also is like he only has like a certain amount of time and suddenly like oh we have to do all of these things now yeah this is this very complicated meal with like a bunch of different like starters and entrees like and then this a would be like days of set and he has 30 minutes like this is a iron chef challenge that he's been given <laughs> Which might explain why when he leaves the room, he screamed. Yeah, he screamed. Which I do love because, like, I feel like in the script, there was a bit of, because, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a trained professional. And then he walks, he, like, walks off stage and screams. I'm a trained professional. I have 30 years experience. Ah! <laughs> and 
in the script, I imagine that there is a beat of pause. There is no, like, they must have been like, I don't know if this was just like the best cut or if they were like pressed for time. But literally, as soon as he is no longer look like facing the audience, the scream happens. I love it because I also scream when I can no longer see the studio. (laughs) But I love the immediacy of it, not the I'm going to I'm going to contain myself until I leave the room. It's just this is how I feel right now. And I'm going to get it out of my system. And I love it. It is like there's like nothing. So we also find out that the reason why Maxwell wants this big old dinner and everybody has to look their best is because uh, Chloe Simpson is Chloe Simpson, Uh, the lesser known of the Simpson siblings, (laughs) but Lisa, Maggie, and Chloe. Fran is very excited about this because, um, I guess in this universe, Chloe Simpson is... Uh, big deal model person. Yeah, she's a big deal model uh, known for a dry shampoo brand. Called? Psst. Okay, I'm coming in. I guess it's a secret. What is it called? Psst. I don't know what it's called because she's not telling me, but I have to assume it's got a fancy name. <laughs> um, she's the pissed girl. <laughs> Yes, pists, which leaves, which, which does lead to the great line where Fran talks about spraying piss in her hair. Yeah, well, like spraying in her hair, and it's like, oh, you'd be like great for weeks. And it's an interesting thing because I feel like cause they're mentioning of it, like this is an old thing of like the '60s, uh, which makes sense because you would get your hair done at a salon, and then you would need that style like stayed there. So that's why dry shampoo is a thing nowadays dry shampoo is a huge thing like i just uh today was my wash day so i decided to spend like before this i spent like 40 minutes in the shower like trying to get all of it out of my hair and this is hygienic it's it's time saving (laughs) okay cool so this is why i'm glad that my hair's going away i don't have to worry about this (laughs) i just have to shine the top of it i mean it's hygienic in the sense of like it's going to absorb some of like the grease yeah. But it's mostly just because otherwise I have to do my hair yeah. every time. So we have our opening title sequence with our delightful musical number. And then we come back and apparently no one has told Niles exactly who he's cooking dinner for. So when Fran reveals that it is Chloe Simpson, uh, she of the Simpsons fame, he gets a little irked, to put it mildly. He doesn't like Chloe. Uh, he doesn't like how Chloe manipulates Maxwell. They've they've had yeah. kind of an on again, off again thing over yeah, the years. Yeah, that's where we find out the drama. Yeah, of like oh, this is a relationship thing, and that's why Maxwell is so like pressed yeah. in uh, like feeling like everything has to be perfect. But well, at the same time, you're like, oh, it's just a casual dinner that I need my butler to do to yeah. whip out a full like seven course meal for. Do you know what's weird? Because Niles doesn't actually say he says i couldn't possibly tell you and then says it and it reminded me of a similar joke that red dwarf did like three years later with Crichton complaining about kachansky i'm a mere mechanoid sir it's hardly my place to point out what a bossy old trollop she is and it's like that's it's such a it's kind of a, a go. Are you happy because now you get to put in Red get, Dwarf yeah, into this podcast? It's all Red Dwarf clips for this. There's one. like, like I get no decision making as to what clips get put in here, um, which is why this podcast doesn't have a lot of weeb shit in it. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe maybe if someone else edited the show once <laughs> in a while, Amanda. No, I think it's kind of a nice kind of go-to joke. It's a joke as old as time. The idea of I'm not going to tell you, and then through saying what you're not going to do, you reveal what is up. Yeah. 
all the best shows did it. The Nanny, Red Dwarf. Those are the only two good shows I've ever been on television. Yes. Chloe Simpson comes, who... I mean, that was quick. (laughs) Like, we didn't even see them, like, meeting up, and already she has achieved a full orgasm. I mean, good for her. Are you proud of of yourself? Nope, gonna edit that out. It's bad. (laughs) Chloe Simpson arrives, which... This is a person I don't... I don't know because there's not like an audio, a big audience reaction to her mm. as a special guest. I do know, like, I looked her up and I guess she is also a model and a soap opera actress. She definitely person. looks like a soap, a soap, soap yeah. opera actress. So this is like kind of a special guest, um, but it's not like one of the big, like, oh, she arrives and everyone cheers for her. Well, sort I, well, of thing. I also feel like the audience doesn't really get an opportunity to cheer for her, in part because like Fran is immediately on top of her. Yeah. So even if the show had built in a an, an applause, applause pause, an applause, if you if you will, you won't, there's no opportunity for the audience to go, oh shit, it's Because Fran's immediately like, Oh, I'm gonna get my picture taken. I'm gonna blind this woman. Yeah, there's a lot like throughout this episode where it's like there's not enough time to have a beat or yeah. to have something land, which yeah. like adds to extra humor. Is like with as we mentioned the Niles bit of him just immediately screaming, and it's almost kind of like off-putting of you. Like, there's a way that you expect that joke to go, and you expect a like a moment of silence, and there's none. There's no silence, yeah. Which, if anything, is kind of funnier. But then like throughout here, you can kind of feel like oh hey we got it we gotta speed this up a bit come on keep going yeah. keep going yeah fun fact about uh, the actress who plays chloe simpson whose name i don't know but i imagine you've looked it up leslie ann down is her name yeah she's actually english yes she's legit english yeah or legit english yeah, if you it. will also, what else has she a, done a singer oh she's no she wasn't born in 1969 she became active in 1969 cool that's when she switched nice. on she achieved fame in she the achieved dra- sentience. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so she achieved fame in uh, the ITV drama series Upstairs Downstairs, mm-hmm. as well as Pink Panther Strikes Again, A Little Night Music, First Great Train Robbery, Hanover Street, Rough Cuts, Sphinx, Nomads, North and South, Dallas, Sunset Beach, and The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, so she's a, a wide and varied career. What's she done recently? Um, well, The Bold and the Beautiful was up until 2012. Oh, wow. She's playing Margaret Thatcher in 2022. What In what? Um, it's something called Reagan, which I assume is about Reagan, is currently filming. I bet it's a right-wing movie about how great Reagan was. Yeah. Um, her last thing was a movie called Alex in the List. Hmm, okay. I'm terrified of what that Reagan's gonna be. Because it's gonna, I feel, if immediately just knowing it exists. Oh yeah, I do, I do know about this. Tell me more. Uh, I just know that uh, Dennis Quaid is playing Ronald Reagan. I don't, I don't trust that. And Leslie Ann Down in the feature of this episode is going to play Margaret Thatcher. Well, there's a thing that is happening. It's, I bet Dean Cain is in this as well. She shows up. Uh, everyone's trying to... Well, I say everyone. It's predominantly Fran who is trying to impress her. Fran assumes when Chloe is talking about what a great model Maggie would make, Fran assumes that she's speaking to her. Yeah, and this is like, we get a bit of Fran saying, like, oh, I was in, like, the Barbizon school, which I assume is some sort of modeling reference of, like, one of those, like, pick someone out in the mall to be a model, and then you give them a bunch of money, and then they take the money, and you're not a model. I thought the Barbizon were the the ones with, like, the orange skin and the big hair from Star Trek Voyager. 
I don't even know what you are making a reference to. You have watched these episodes. Have I? Yes. What are you making a reference to? I'm referencing to? the Kazan from Star Trek Voyager. Which ones are the Kazan? The ones with the big sculpted head hair. What did they do? They mostly attacked Voyager. You've seen these episodes. I saw them, but I was doing other things. You did not retain them. You know what? I won't take it personally. I will cry about it later. (laughs) And then I will have a two-hour phone conversation with Robert Picardo, uh, where he tries to talk me down from the ledge slash sing opera at me. I don't know who that is. He plays the Doctor in Voyager. Okay, yeah. Not Doctor Who. Yes. Referencing a different show. Tell me about. Tell me more about this episode. I, uh, None of my references are sad. <laughs> so Chloe Simpson uh, mm-hmm. is definitely like kind of chatting up everybody. I mean, it, being nice with Fran, but just like mostly saying like, "Oh, Maggie, you would make a gorgeous model," and like basically just schmoozing all, uh, with everybody. Yeah. But uh, Maggie is like, you can just see the the big just hearts in her eyes. Mm. I'm like, wow. She thinks I could be a model, and you're you're Chloe Simpson, like the modeling agency. I'm gonna be a model. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, she's gonna be pissed. I mean, uh, spoilers for the rest of the episode. Somebody will be pissed. Yeah, off. Whoa! Ding ding ding! I'm surprised that that wasn't a joke. I'm gonna take his pissed off. <laughs> that was my Nicholas Cage impression. <laughs> So Chloe convinces Maggie, you're gonna be, you'd be a great model. We're gonna schedule a thing. So the thing gets scheduled. Yeah. Fran is fully into this idea, and Maxwell isn't so sure. Maxwell's but like, not into it. Fran is just going ahead with it, of like you'll agree. You're gonna agree. There's a there's a conversation about how uh, Maxwell was gonna go go up to Southampton for casting calls and Cece assumed she's going to go with nope he's taking Chloe well because first he says that he's doing Southampton and then Mm. uh, Cece is not into it because she doesn't want to have to drive I I don't know shit about New York I I I would want to say it's south because we were mentioning like the the Jersey turn I have no idea where anything is I'm from the fucking south I'm from Florida I know Florida shit I have an excuse I'm from a different country well, i am I, from other place when i look up southampton i get the city in england so they're going cool. to go to he's they're gonna, gonna go, go to, to england. england yeah uh southeastern suffolk county new york okay so they're going down yeah they're going, going down down da, 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 da. if you're from new york i'm sure that you're going to tell us all about it because people look, from new york love telling you about i look new forward york. to getting a text message from drew Assuming he listens to this podcast. No, he doesn't. He does not. Um, <laughs> so Cece's upset that she's not going to go, even though she didn't want to go in the first place, because uh, Chloe's getting friendly with the family again. It's, yeah, it's, and yeah. like definitely knowing this as a thing of like Maxwell's getting close again with this ex, uh, which they've always had that on again, off again thing, which adds like an extra thing because again from the the first episode it kind of implied that like cc was not wrong in kind of assuming that she and maxwell would get together yeah. and now they're kind of like undoing that somewhat but it was like oh yeah he's just had these other relationships there is there is a part of me that feels like up until the pilot cc was actually in with a shot like there's definitely a certain amount of back and forth between maxwell and cc in at least the first episode that is largely gone 
by episode two or three. Like, Cece is just very clearly someone who wants to have a relationship with Maxwell. More than just a business relationship, a relationship relationship. Yeah, they write Maxwell's a lot, like, colder and more distant to her. And, like, it was like, oh, it's just a professional relationship. What are you, what would you be getting? Unless they're playing it as, like, a joke, like, the dog talking about, like, oh, here's a present because we've been together. And, like, getting down on, like, asking her to hold out her ha- hand and stuff like that. I'm just playing it for a bit. Otherwise, it's, like, kind of distant. But I I do also think that they are, they may be playing it as Maxwell was just genuinely doesn't see it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they're just kind of playing it as, like, he's doofus. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah, which doesn't, like, the joke as it means to be is that, like, ha ha, Cece really thought it was happening this time. And it's like, well, she's right for thinking that. She's yeah. not wrong. Yeah, but uh, Chloe's going to go to Southampton. Chloe schedules a shoot. Maxwell's not sure that he wants to have Maggie do it. Fran is, and Fran starts to kind of, um, like, trying to live vicariously through what Maggie is doing through the modeling, it's very it's very much implied that because she didn't get to be, like, a professional model in her youth. Yeah, which they also mention, so she's trying to, like, assure Maxwell, I'm like, yeah, you're going to do it. Let Maggie do it. It's no problem. Um, and Maxwell asks why she didn't become a model. And uh, Fran says, ah, they all expect you to sleep around. Yeah, it's... Which is a great thing yeah. to tell someone while also be like, hey, let your 15-year-old daughter do this. Yeah. So before Chloe picks up Maggie, Fran is giving her tips on how to model because she has a history as a foot model. Yes. And this is where things get a little bit Nickelodeon. I mean, it did air at Nick at Night. Many people mm. will remember watching this specific on Nick at Night. And was like, oh, this is this, this is, is on this brand. Is yeah. So she gives some, some advice and some techniques. She offers to do Maggie's hair. Maggie doesn't need to have a head. And Chloe shows up and says, yeah, oh, I Chloe's have a Yeah, Chloe's like, immediately yeah, kind of like, my style is just waiting for us at Barney's designer floor right now. Dazzling Maggie yeah. and kind of... It puts some tension between the uh, Chloe and Fran. Yeah. Of Chloe's kind of just like stepping in and taking the role that Fran typically has. Yeah. Which is, it's an interesting thing um, in terms of the past few episodes, we've been like sort of inching toward having sort of like a romantic comedy thing mm. between like Maxwell and Fran. And it's interesting that this doesn't really, like, it's, it seems like the setup for this would be kind of like, oh, now it's Fran's turn to be kind of jealous. Yeah. And she is, but it's not in terms of Chloe's relationship with Maxwell. It's Chloe's relationship with Maggie. And as if that's not bad enough, uh, the hair and makeup person is Andy Dick, which hurts. <laughs> it's hurtful. <laughs> it's difficult to process. And it's the first time this show has left me feeling truly betrayed. Really? Yeah. I don't care that he's been in a Star Trek. You don't care. I don't care. I mean, you did care because you did tell me. Yeah, I pointed it out. Yeah. You haven't got there yet. You'll see him. It's fine. You'll know. You'll know when you know. Which Star Trek is he in? He's on an episode of Voyager. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, So they're at the photo shoot. They're at the studio. The makeup artist. And his name's like Pepe or Pee-Pee or something. Dr. Pee-Pee. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Pee-Pee. Let me guess. Arnold, right? No, it's Bernie. <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, also the uh, the couple name, the celebrity couple name for Bert and Ernie. That, see, that's another one. Like, Fran guesses that his name is Arnold, mm. um, and then he goes Bernie. But again, it's so quick. I didn't get it in the moment. <laughs> no, I, it went in my head and it stayed there, and it lives there now forever. <laughs> 
again, it feels like they have like so much on the page that they're yeah. not letting anything kind of go because like yeah. everything is kind of at a clip. Like they take Maggie, she looks beautiful. She's in uh, a very expensive uh, Gautier set, which Fran is like, hey, you could, you should have the receipt on that because I could get it cheaper. That outfit is very of its time. It's a great outfit. The cut is great. The pattern. It's very uh, chef and clueless in its way. And also, it is kind of interesting of like, they do make Maggie very pretty. And I feel like a lot of times when they kind of do this setup of like, oh, you're going to be a model. The joke is then they put them in something that needs to be like capital F fashion to the point of being bad. And this is not a bad outfit. It's a good outfit. Yeah, it's very nice. She looks pretty. She goes in front of the photographer who is gyrating a whole bunch. And I've definitely uh, been at conventions with this fucking photographer. He's wearing handcuffs on his dick. That's beautiful. Yes. I am such a turn on. There's photographers. I was like, I am... God's gift to humanity. I am pure sex. I'm going to do all of the things. And and if anything, it sucks because then uh, Maggie is uh, doing a posing. You can kind of tell like, oh, she is very awkward and kind of just doing like the, uh, she's not, she's not smizing. This is like pre-America's Next Top Models. Her boot remains untouched. (laughs) Yeah. She's not touching the boot. Uh, She's uh, not smizing. Uh, not given a very good uh, performance. But I would say in fairness, as someone who uh, has been around photographers like that, when your photographer is like that, I don't want to be doing shit. Yeah, fuck that noise. Yeah. He's also too... I mean, I know it's a sitcom and they just need to show fo- someone taking photos. He's too close to be taking full body photos. Yeah. Like, not not, not good. And then the photographer goes to Chloe. He's going under the pretense of changing the film and he goes over and tells Chloe... <sighs> How do you say... Qu'est-ce uh, que c'est... Uh, she stink! Maggie's bad at being photographed. Yeah. Photographed? Uh, I said photographed. You did. I, that's how that word came out of I my mean, mouth. that's what... He doesn't deserve to be a, a photographer. He's, he's a, a photographer. He's a, a photographer artist. <laughs> he's just farting out that photography. He's just farting out that film. Photographer. That's why he keeps wiggling his butt so much, because he got to fart out the photography. Photographer. <laughs> photographer. Uh, anyway, so... Sorry. Fran, Fran overhears this. Yes. Uh, and also overhears Chloe saying, like, take a few more rolls, would you? I mean, just make a fuss. You know what to do. I'm an artist. You think I just point the camera and take a picture? If you want to get paid. Like, yeah. we're, you're just doing this to get paid. I don't I don't care if she sucks. Yeah, and her, her, Chloe's motivation is not immediately clear. It's not clear whether she's doing this because she's trying to win Maxwell or if it is because she's just trying to get photos and for if, a, like a... Did I, did I miss this? This doesn't become clear. No, it never becomes clear. It never, like, I mean, you have the assumption of like, oh, she's doing this to get back in with Maxwell, but it is later or we'll talk about it of like then the motivation just changes yeah i, I mean my head took it as uh, i like what if chloe knew maxwell had kids she's in town and she basically it's so she can tell another client well i have this other model i'm taking pictures with so you might not get this gig at all like as a uh like as a negotiation tactic but again we don't get any clarification on this like yeah, her I mean, like, motivation is that- really muddy 
Yeah, like, I feel like the implication is, like, supposed to be that, like, oh, I'm just doing this to show, to show off to Maggie, like, oh, you get, if you hang out with me and tell your dad how great I am, I, you get to be in this model stuff. And, like, that's what, like, why she's paying for this. Because, I mean, it could also be a thing of, it could have, like, turned around of, like, I don't care if she's bad, she's new at this, and I'm giving her, like, the experience of something. Like, that's how you could read it as, like, a better yeah. version of it but again we'll so we'll get to uh there uh, there's a bit in between so after the shoot maggie is like walking on airs like uh, staring at her reflection every time that she can catch it uh bragging to fran about like i'm gonna go to milan i'm gonna do all this fancy shit and fran is not really having it no and partly it is something of like she'd overheard them saying like oh maggie's not good at this but it, this entire show, Maggie has not got to be confident. Yeah. And so much of Fran's relationship is, with Maggie has been building up her confidence. Mm. And it is kind of shitty that it's like, regardless of whether or not Maggie was good at it, here's this person who was building up Maggie's confidence. But because that person is not Fran, we aren't supposed to like that. In defense of the narrative... The implication is that by being Maggie's introduction to this world, there's a certain amount of responsibility for Chloe to prepare her for it. To, like, okay, yeah. I'm going to coach you through this. I, I know you've not modeled before. It's okay. I'm I'm an old hat at this. I've been doing this since the 60s. I've been pissed. So let me teach you some basics to get you through this first uh, set. And if this pans out, I will coach you. And instead, she's at the back of the room, not on her phone because it's 1994, but she may as fucking well have been playing Candy Crush Saga during this entire yeah, thing. Yeah, but I feel like that's giving the narrative too much credit because the joke is, like, what we are supposed to be laughing at mm. is the fact that a teenager thinks that she is beautiful for the first time. That's fair. That's a fair and criticism. that's what we're laughing at. Yeah. And yeah, she's been deluded and there's a bit of, like, because you have been led to this delusion by everyone in the room yeah. who is not not told you and is not taking it upon themselves of like oh hey you have to learn how to do this this yeah. is a skill it's a skill yeah it was like instead we're gonna lie to you and then laugh at you for believing the lie that we have told you it's it's huge everyone everyone is setting up maggie for this fall and then everyone is yeah because then so unkind when chloe comes and uh, she brings the photos and is at first trying to delicately say that Maggie did not go to do a good job. And then Maggie's like, so, so you mean that I suck? And Chloe's like, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. And then Maggie's reasonably upset yeah, at that. Absolutely. And Chloe doesn't understand why that is. And also, this is the part where it makes no sense of like, why did you pay to do these photos, not give a shit whether or not the photographer was bad? And then immediately go to Maggie and say, oh yeah, they're bad. You're bad. You're bad at modeling and you shouldn't do this. And like, you're you're bad at making business decisions. Or like, what was the reason for doing the whole shoot? Everything that Chloe does is so... It's just, she's she's one dimensional because there's, no, and it's, I wouldn't even say two dimensional because there isn't really, there's no motive behind anything that she yeah, says like, or there's does. There's so much of the, like, the plot of this that, like, I have to assume the way that it's going because it's not written there. And yeah. it kind of just feels like they wrote this script of, like, oh, yeah, it's, they have the modeling thing, and uh, here's this person trying to smooth Maxwell. And also, she has to be mean at the end of it without fitting any of the bits together. Yeah. Because 
what it would be if like, oh, if she was doing this so she could get an in with Maggie and then through Maggie yeah. get an in with Maxwell, she would be lying. Yeah. But the fact that she just immediately comes in and it was like, oh yeah, you suck. I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, it's like she had a plan at the beginning and then bailed on it a third of the way through the episode. Yeah, and like there's an easy bit there of like maybe Maxwell does something to annoy her and then she decides that it's all yeah. off. But there's there's not. There's literally, there's like no plan. It's just like, here's just a sequence of moments with no through line. It's, it is a, it is a sequence of moments in which tell a narrative in which a bunch of adults mislead and manipulate a teenage girl. Yeah, and then uh, have an audience mock her. And then have an audience mock Yeah, it, I mean, just... I mean, I'm skipping to the end a little bit here, but this might be the worst episode we've seen so far. Like, it's yeah. bad. Yeah. And not to mention the fact, hey, there's a racist joke two-thirds of the way through oh, this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, there's a whole bit where so Cece and Fran are uh, kind of just like bemoaning the fact that Chloe uh, Simpson is there and taking up all the attention from people. And uh, so there is a bit of just, just some outright racism yeah. against Asians. The only thing that I can like say of about it that you could like kind of try and justify it. Cece is specifically making a joke as like, oh, do you think that uh, Chloe has had plastic surgery and does, I'm trying to think of the way like, like contorts her face in such a way that Fran reads as Cece making a racist Asian joke. Right. So if like, I mean, there is kind of like, there's a bit of distance mm. to it. Um, That's a very generous reading. Yeah, it's it, a, it, like, it, the only thing that I can say to it is that they're not directly making the yeah. racist Asian joke. They are doing a ha ha. This is a joke. This is a joke that racists make. And be like, right. well, if you do the ha ha, this is a joke that racists make. You're still making the racist joke, though. Yeah, but and also there's the fact that even after Fran says what she says, she kind of goes, well, maybe like she's still participating in. Yeah. In that whole thing. And it's just it's Yeah, just like it's not like, hey, hey, Cece, maybe you shouldn't be making this racist joke. It's like, yeah, we're fine with the racist joke. Oh. And it also puts me in a place of like, by comparison, I'm happy with the plastic surgery joke. Yeah. <laughs> which is also like not a great yeah. place to be either. Y you had mentioned a tweet a while back about someone who was saying that the nanny is a show in which Fran does nothing wrong and doesn't need to change. And this is the second incidence where we've seen Fran do something really fucked up. Like, yeah. talk, like the way that she shits all over therapy in the therapy episode, that's episode long, and she has her come to Jesus moment. Yeah, the difference is that that yeah. episode is an actual, like, Fran needs a change on yeah. this. Fran has yeah. to learn something else. In fairness, she doesn't learn it from the rich family. She learns it from the actual medical professional. Yeah. But even if you count her, her attitude in that episode, and this, that's two times where she's done something really really not okay and she learns in that first instance there's no there's no good button this on this isn't, this isn't a moment to learn this no, is a haha ha, we can make fun of asians yeah I, th I think the structure of it is supposed to be a comedic misunderstanding but it is a comedic misunderstanding that is predicated on at least 50 percent of the characters engaged in the conversation actively being racist yes it's not great and it really i was already kind of not enjoying this episode for, for a lack of focus. This killed it for me. This is... Yeah. This is the worst episode we've seen. This is really, really bad. Yeah. So, I mean, there's really nothing else for, like, the ending. Fran boots 
Chloe Simpson out because I was like, hey, you're being mean and I don't understand, like, none of us know what your plot reasons are for being here. And, and, and Cl- goodbye. Even Chloe's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm not going to Southampton. I've got a flight to catch. I guess I forgot I'm going to Southampton with Maxwell and I guess I forgot why I'm here or what my purpose in the narrative is. Bye! And okay the show could not even be bothered to have to tell us yeah to like give any like any sort of purpose in this um and then the episode ends with because there's mention of fran being a foot model and then so there's just a bit of her feet and that's over the credits is just her feet this is a bad episode this is the single worst episode we've watched so far because even even the set, the setup at the beginning is so ripe with promise. There's this woman from Maxwell's past who is who is returning, who they had a romantic entanglement with, and she's interested in uh, in in Maggie. Like Maxwell's interested in her. She's interested in in uh, you know. Oh, I want to see what Maggie. I want to have Maggie maybe be a model, and none of those threads are ever really tugged at in yeah, any kind of like, meaningful or interesting way. They, ass- they just assume that you get it. Of yeah. like, well, you know what this kind of bit is, so we don't have to write it. And be like, you still have to write an episode. None of the jokes have a moment to really go. It feels like they have no time. They're speeding through this thing. Yeah. Which is weird because literally nothing happens. It's Yeah, it is. It is forgettable like if if you are the kind of person who's like i'll just skip the bad episodes this is entirely skippable yeah it's entirely skippable i've seen this episode like on reruns before and i like in passing like a half watching it seems like a better episode because i am inputting in the assumptions of like oh well she's doing it to like get an in with maxwell's like but no actually she's not she's not she's there for no reason if you're watching this while you're on your phone this episode makes some sense because you assume shit has happened while you've like scrolled through tumblr and you look back up and yeah it's like the more you watch of the episode the worse it gets yeah and it's it's just not good. Yeah. This so this episode would be like this could be a great episode and it would be unforgivable for the the racist joke in it. If anything, it's like be like, oh, this was a bad episode to begin with, and then yeah. kind of just like dump that on top of it. If you, um, I don't yeah. I don't want to like uh, have because there's always this thing when you call out uh, something bad of people being like, oh, well, I thought it was garbage anyway. Like like. Like, I, I make a big thing about, like, Harry Potter of people like, oh, thank God, people are going to stop talking about Harry Potter and like, J.K. Rowling is a turf. And, like, you not liking a thing and that thing being harmful and damaging to people are two different discussions. And, and it's not it's not your time yeah. to be like, oh, it's time for me to dump on this thing that I always wanted to dump on and now I have a yeah. reason to. Oh, I never liked William Shatner anyway. Well, or, fu- fucking fine. The, the Twilight thing of yeah. people spend, like, years of, like, oh, it's it's abusive. It's abusive to women and like i yeah but how much of that is that you just like shitting on things that teenage girls yeah. like and like oh but but actually it's the it's the the racism against indigenous people I'm like yeah it is racist to indigenous people that's not why you're talking about it. you're talking about because you want to shit on it yeah it um, is and popular then you have so that, you hate it yeah so this is a separate thing of like it is separately bad because it's hella fucking racist yeah but it's also a very un just from a just from a structural standpoint it is a deeply underwritten episode let me see who wrote this episode i really hope it's not fran jesher <laughs> written by diane wilk okay well i expect better of you diane yeah i'm like diane you did a bad job 
Dan, I want to see you in my office first thing tomorrow morning because we have to have a conversation about your uh, your performance. This was not your best. I know you're capable of better. I hope so, Mandy. I, th- I hope you're looking through her IMDb right now. What else has she done? Uh, she has done Happily Divorced, which is that other show mm-hmm. that Fran Drescher's been in. First Time Out, Living with Fran, uh, Billy, Herman's Head, It Takes Two. The most notable thing appears to be Projects with Fran Drescher. Yeah. And it's, it's disappointing that this episode... Because I've had, I've, said, I've had one episode previously that I thought was bad. And I still think I would probably rewatch that. Yeah. This one I, I like... No. This is a this is a fanfic episode. Shitty series have like very dedicated fan bases mm. because they know it's shitty and they know that the premise is good and they can fix it. If you ever want to write Nanny Fix It Fic, do this episode. This is, And it's such an easy thing to do because all you have to do is give Chloe some motivation. Sean, 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 Sean. Yeah, like I don't... I I don't know what the fuck was behind this episode, but it was not a good job. It was bad. Frankly, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm done talking about this episode. Okay, so tell us what we should talk about next. No. Okay. I mean, yes. The next episode is The Family Plumbing. The plumbing needs repair, and Fran volunteers her Uncle Irving for the job. Later, Fran mistakenly bursts in on Mr. Sheffield taking a shit. Sorry, I misread that. Taking a shower. So that's what we're watching next time on Out on Her Fanny. So that's, I guess, we're done? Yeah. What are our motivations? I was I was going to talk about fashion. Um, I don't, because I don't want to go through this episode a whole bunch. I will say that there's a moment, there's like one episode, uh, or one outfit in here that I like actively don't like. Fran is wearing a plaid jacket, a frilly top, which I love. Yes, you pointed this out. And then the bottom half, out. she has like light wash uh, denim jeans, which she's worn similar, she's worn ones like that before. Love. Together, it's horrible. It's like, she has Austin Powers on top. And Wayne's World on the bottom, and it makes no sense, and I do not like it. She previously, before, she had been wearing a pair of black stirrup pants. That's what should have gone with those. Yeah, and uh, we'll just blow right past the rest of that, because <laughs> that's bad fashion choice. I don't even want to talk about... We have we have two legit English actors in this episode, and I have no interest in talking about how British they were. We're done. We're done. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Out on Her Fanny. If you enjoyed the show, you certainly had a better time listening than we did. But uh, do feel free to tell your friends and family. We are I hope s- that we have sa- maybe saved you from this episode. God, I hope so. And if you're trying to watch the show along with us and you watch the episode before you listen to the podcast, I am so sorry. From the bottom of my heart, from the deepest pit of my bowels, I am so, so sorry that, that we are in part responsible for you watching this episode. Do you have a, do you have a recommendation of something else to someone? may want to watch this week fuck it red dwarf is on Britbox. i like red dwarf the first season is the odd couple in space just watch watch an episode of pick any episode of red dwarf from like the first five or six seasons at random get a free trial of Britbox and just pick one from the first six seasons and you you'd have a difficult time picking a bad episode those are all solids yeah what would you recommend? Instead? I would recommend uh, the second season of Tuca and Birdie just started on mm. Adult Swim, um, which is a fantastic show, and I would recommend that. This, yeah, I, I can't, I can't. Agree I mean, with it you would more. be more relevant if we were talking about the mental illness episode because that's uh, factors yeah. in. But just, just a, a better like. There's a lot of uh, like, uh, even with all the drama, there's also a lot of silly shenanigans and shit um, that has 
plot lines through yeah. it. There's a through line. That's what you want. But if you if you have inexplicably enjoyed this episode and are enjoying the podcast, do please let your uh, friends, family know. Talk about us on Twitter and social media. Little podcasts like ours live and die by word of mouth, even more so than we live and die by the show we watch being good. Let us know. Do you think if if you did unfortunately watch this episode with us at the end? Do you think those were Fran Drescher's feet? <laughs> Just let us know. Yeah. Tweet us. Yeah. Use the hashtag Fran's feet. And uh, let us know. Yeah, you can tag us um, at Out on Her Fanny yes. on Instagram or Twitter. Yep, and uh, you can find us on our website, Oofcast. That's o o h f cast dot com. We didn't go with Out on Her Fanny dot com because we didn't want to get blacklisted by search engines. Um, and you can also find us on. We have a Facebook page, but I don't think we're doing anything substantial with that it, at the moment. It mostly just is uh, having the Instagram. Oh. So if you're if you're on the Instagram or you're on the Twitter, you're, yeah. you're you're getting everything. I mean, share it anyway. Yeah. Um, because the, uh, there might be other people who don't have the stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, where can people find you on uh, social media? People can find me at uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Tumblr kind still, um, at Mandy Quesadilla. Perfect. And I am at Ben Padden on Twitter and Instagram and a little bit tumblr as well and yeah i think that is your lot thank you so much for listening to out on her fanny a podcast about the nanny i've been ben i've been mandy and yes we, we do, do know, know it, it means, means vagina. vagina but andy dick doesn't <laughs> Grand Geek Gathering